Hey guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are listening from all over the world. And welcome to Love Lockdown, the podcast, where non-relationship experts give relationship advice that perfectly works for them. I'm one of your hosts, Britt, a.k.a. Britt Brat on YouTube. And I'm Chris, a.k.a. Stacy Patton. And let's hear from our friends over at MrsKisses.com. Hey, Love Lockdown Babes. I'm Amanda Marie, founder and CEO of MrsKisses.com. I've created the first patented frontless, backless, and strapless bra tool. A tool because it is more of a non-surgical breast augmentation than a bra. Not only does it give you the perfect cleavage you deserve, but it also gives proper support while remaining invisible. I'm so excited to share with all you beautiful ladies out there as well as offer you a special discount using my girl Brit's code, BritBrat15. She is a proud owner of both the Deep Plunge and Modest Plunge bra and can vouch that they're life-changing. I can't wait for you to check it out, mrskisses.com, and get that perfect cleavage you've always desired. Today's episode will be a whole lot of controversy because we are going to be discussing attention-seeking while married. Are you Aisha? Today's topic will be one for all who seeks attention. So pretty much everybody. (laughs) My goodness. It's been a long, long two weeks. We we tried to let it die down, but yeah. it wouldn't. Mm, it's not going anywhere. So so we had to step in <laughs> for the NBA's third most popular family and say. Aisha Curry. <laughs> This is not going anywhere. Aisha Curry. Yeah, well, before we get into her, you guys know I have to hit you with the actual Webster's definition. Come on, Webster. All right, so when I looked up attention-seeking with Webster, I just got attention. So I'm going to give you guys the definition for that. It's an adjective, and it just means attempting to attract the attention of other people, typically by disruptive or excessively extrovert behavior. Children who are homesick may engage in attention-seeking behavior. And then now for the Urban Dictionary, which is funny because I typed in the same exact thing, but this time I actually got attention whore. So, already. Did you really get that? Yeah, no, I really got attention whore. I typed in the same exact thing, but Urban Dictionary was like, "Mm, attention whore. So. Wow. That is a person who, regardless of whether or not they are attached, will seek out the attention of other males slash females to make themselves feel important. Usually found on internet forums and voice programs using whatever charms, bodily parts, etc. They may have to make themselves appear more attractive to the opposite sex, even though it couldn't be further from the truth. Some attention whores become agitated and intimidated when another member of the same sex garners more attention than themselves and they become hostile and lash out they will do anything to get attention they seek including posting naked pictures half naked for pictures and posting them everywhere for all to see and become increasingly sick too flash girl is an attention whore with what can only be described as delirious self-misperception of her beauty and likability she is like an annoying little monkey Hanging from everyone's nuts at once. Not nuts, though. Yeah, the wow. nutsack. <laughs> wow. I know. Urban always does it for me. Urban does a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My goodness. They're not afraid to get dirty with it. I see. They tell the truth. So, yeah, that's what I have. Well, you know, I definitely have to get into my American and pop culture because that was a lot to take in. Mm-hmm. And also. <laughs> this is America, Jack. So I got real in depth with my American and pop culture definition today. I can't wait to hear it. And attention seekers means someone who seeks attention. <laughs> Boom. 
mind splattered. Yeah, no, I was I was waiting for more. That that did blow my mind. I see. It was, <laughs> a, it was a dead silence. Yeah, no, because I was like waiting for more, like, and then boom. Let me, wait, what else you want me to do? You hit me. Any more talking would have been attention seeking. Yeah, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but however, you know me. I have to give you the history on something. And since I couldn't find the history on attention seeking while married or in a relationship, Mm -hmm. I have to give you the background on the Aisha Curry story. That's even better, I feel. So (laughs) the Aisha Curry story, just for people who haven't caught up or been under a rock or, you know, maybe just a little late on the news. The Aisha Curry story is she is the wife of Stephen Curry, who's an NBA superstar. Um, He's currently in the playoffs. Uh, when the story broke, he was in the semifinals for the Western Conference. He's currently in the Western Conference finals. Um, him and his wife met at the age of 15 and 16. He was 16. She was 15. Wow. Yep. Um, shortly after high school, Aisha moved to L.A. Okay. To become an actress. I think she was on one of your Disney shows as well. Yeah, uh, I think she was on like... Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. I was gonna say Miley Cyrus. <laughs> yeah, so she was on. She was on Hannah Montana, and she had a short acting stint in L.A. And she moved back to Charlotte, where Stephen Curry was currently when they started dating at around eighteen, nineteen. Mm-hmm. So they ended up getting married around age twenty two and twenty three. Wow. Fast forward to now, they got three kids. Yeah. And Aisha Curry just came out and said that she doesn't feel she gets enough attention from the opposite sex. And let me clarify, because I know it's a lot of women want to jump down my throat. She said this, she said that. Aisha Curry said, it's not that she's looking for it, but it will be nice to get it. Right, right, okay. I'm glad you clarified it, because there's been a lot of all over the place. You know, I've seen all the Facebook woman power statuses. Oh, you don't understand this, and oh, you don't understand that. Okay, we're going to let you clarify that before we get into the topic. And I have the perfect song for you guys today, so I want you to pay attention to the lyrics. So we can talk afterwards. That was deep. Rihanna said, don't slip. Don't slip. Because I, I think ne- it might push up on it. And, until you made me listen to the lyrics, yeah. I never really noticed how bad Future sounds on that song. No, he sounds absolutely awful. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> but that, oh, used be, that used to be my shit, though. But no, for real, did you hear it? Rihanna? Like, was that a threat? Yeah. Don't you know, slip. Don't slip. It was. It was. Man, you know what? Let's get right to it. Okay. Give us the woman's perspective of what Aisha Curry said. Um, pretty much any woman, you know, we seek attention. So if we're not getting it from the person we're supposed to be getting it, we're going to seek it from someone else. And that's just what it is. It's society. It's life. We're emotional creatures. That's the woman's perspective. I need the woman's perspective on what she said, though, while you were watching the interview. What What did you get from that? From what I got from it was it was terrible timing and it was something that she should have said one-on-one with her husband, but I understood what she said. She simply was saying that he gets so much attention and it would be nice for her to get it, you know? It's that simple. See, for a man, that sounds absolutely bonkers. Yeah, and no, I me, can completely and, get where you guys are coming and, from and, with that. And let me, let me, let me get to, let me, let me stand up for all my dudes out there. Yeah. Our roof. And, <laughs> and, and let you see how we feel about the situation mm-hmm. to us. It sounds like this is exactly what came out of Aisha's mouth. 
she said, uh, my husband's a superstar. Mm-hmm. A lot of girls want him. It'd be nice if I can get that too. Yeah, no, that's exactly what she said. Yeah. But it was more of a threat to me, to Stephen Curry. Oh, is that how you got, that's what you got from that? Yeah, it was more of like, I'm putting you on notice that I should be getting that same attention, but I don't. Okay. Oh, I can see where you're coming from with that then. It's like, why, why is this mm-hmm. even a problem? Right. Right. Again, definitely something that should have been said at home. I just right. don't think it, the timing was terrible. It just oh. wasn't something. It's just not a public thing. That's not something you would ever, you know. We can't even. We can't stress how bad the timing was. Yeah. Seeing that he was going into what game six of the Western Conference semifinals. Mm-hmm. The and this what came out the day of. Yeah, and I don't even think, again, I don't even think it was the timing thing. I just think as a public figure, you should just know that's going to attract attention. That's not necessary. You have a great marriage from the outside, you know what I mean? Like, that's not anything you just want to put out there. I just didn't think it was right to do. And I'm not one of those, like, she needs to shut up and find her place. Like, I'm not that saying that. Yeah, nobody's saying stay in the kitchen. Just, yeah, no, but you should... As a public figure and wife of three kids, know when you just shouldn't say certain things, you know, like yeah. it's just common sense. Yeah, that's and, for anybody. And 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 to be honest, it it was more of a cry for help. I think to so me. too. I, uh, I think it was so. more of a cry of boredom. Mm-hmm. That's what it sounded like. It sounded like rich people problems. It, oh, definitely. And Jada Pinkett also is really good at like picking your brain i felt like she thought that i think she completely forgot her element where she was and just zoned into jada because jada has that way that aura you know Mm -hmm. and you know people gonna think that you know we're uh we're we're real harsh Mm -hmm. so i need to get an experience from you that you've experienced this type of thing for wanting attention yeah from one attention from the opposite sex while in a relationship or marriage okay um I, okay, from my perspective, right? This is me. Yeah, experience. Okay, my experience. I honestly can be honest and say that when I was in college, high school, I used to love attention from the opposite sex when I was with um, my relation in my relationship because it was just something that, you know, I was young. So I wasn't married. It wasn't one of those things where it was like, oh, I'm about to be with this dude for the rest of my life. Let me not get attention from anybody else. I definitely do believe, and I'm a firm believer of this, that you don't need or seek attention if you are truly happy. Because I have not wanted attention. So give us an example of an experience that you had where you went out seeking attention while in a relationship. Oh, man. I don't know if I can necessarily give, like, going out purposely doing it, but I just knew whenever I... I, this is going to sound so conceited and arrogant, but I just knew anytime I went out somewhere that I was going to get attention. <laughs> so what did you do like, to make sure that happened? Just be myself. I mean, like, you know, my personality at this point in life, you know what I mean? Uh, like, I just knew, though. I just knew that it didn't matter where I were. You know, I went to college parties and sweaters, so it definitely wasn't. Oh, I'm going to wear this short dress and try to get this attention. But it was just the knowledge of knowing that, like, with my personality, with my okay looks, I would like to say that I just knew that no matter where I was going to go, I was most likely going to have somebody try to hit on me or flirt with me or something. But I don't remember ever purposely just, like, with a goal in mind, I'm going to wear this dress so I can have a thousand niggas try to talk to me tonight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it just, that's, that's not how it went for me. That's just personal experience, but okay, yeah. Well, we, we, we understand that, and mm-hmm. as a guy, you know, it's always about uh, attention from the opposite sex, um, especially when you're young. I, I think I had an experience one time where I went to the club, and it was just a good night for me. I had a I had a girlfriend. She was at the club. Yeah, it was just a good night for me, and every girl that I came across wanted to hold a conversation. You know what I'm saying? Whether it was flirty or, you know, just talking. Maybe I just look good that night. And then, it, and it made you feel what? I mean, right? it was normal for me, but at the same time, 
I wasn't looking for it. Yeah. But you know. But you liked it. No, you it was. Look for I it. knew that my significant other was watching because mm-hmm. she was at the club. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was never the walk around the club person and talk to everybody. I was always find my own corner, do my own thing. People come to me. Yeah. So, like I said, I had a really good night one night, and it turned into a, a gigantic, you're you're flirty, you know what I'm saying, you a hoe, X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Well, I've always had the you're a flirt thing, but that's just my personality. And I think at this point people understand that now, but back then, like, I'm being nice to someone, it's unheard of, I guess. So mm-hmm. when you're friendly to people, you're a flirt. So I just had to own that. But, like, I had it easier than you because I feel like a lot of boys, even back then, told me I was very unapproachable. I never understood that because I'm the nicest person in the world. But to hear that made it better because I knew that even though people were looking, that I still didn't have to be bothered with them because they didn't approach. But to see the stares still was like, ooh, you know, got it. (laughs) That makes sense. And the thing is, I've never been... uh... Um, a conversationalist. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of many words when it comes to like just sitting there talking to somebody. I think conversations are awkward, especially with people you don't know. Yeah, you know, we don't even know what we have in common. What are we talking about? And how how are you going to start this conversation? And that's why we're perfect for each other because we're complete opposites. Right. I'm I'm in your face. Hey, what's I, if no one talks to me, I will make you talk to me. Like if no one talks to so me, opposite. It, it was a good night. <laughs> you did? Yeah. So before we get into the topic, I feel like we this topic is so special that we have to go over our feelings about the topic before, because we got to, we got to draw a line for the people of where we stand on this topic. Mm-hmm. So you can go first and tell them what you felt about Aisha Curry. You kind of went over it a little bit earlier. But, you know, give us a brief summary of how you felt. Yeah, no, from her, I felt kind of sorry for her because it was one of those things where, like, what you and I just said, we experienced being young and being separate from each other. Like, we got to date other people. We got to learn how we are in relationships with other people, and we got to have that fun, you know? And like you said, she sounded like it was kind of more of a cry for help. 15 like imagine meeting someone now i'm not saying that it doesn't work out but seriously being with someone since 15 years old they weren't together at 15 they, st- knowing, they, they met each other at 15 and they started dating at 18 19 okay well that's still to me young i know a lot of 18 19 year olds get married but to me that's young so they've probably been together for like 10 years and i just think that is such a young like at those ages the things that i was doing i couldn't imagine had been married you know what i mean i was still learning myself shoot i feel like i'm still learning myself every day and i'm 32 now but the fact that 18 19 married like i just think that's crazy so i don't think she got to have her full experience and now it's one of those things where she's feeling a little blue and she just had another baby. So she might be going through postpartum depression. You don't know, you know, it's just a lot that she could be going through and him too. I think that she sacrificed uh-huh. her happiness for this marriage and this interview with Jada Pinkett, as you said, she's kind of like the new Oprah Winfrey to me, but oh, yeah, she's you know, amazing. she's, a, she's able to get feelings on the table that people don't, plan on giving out mm-hmm. so i felt like in this interview she gave out some info that people weren't supposed to get so we got a glimpse of her sacrificing her happiness mind you she moved to la yeah right after high school to be an actress that's basically selling out for your dreams yeah it don't get no more selling out than moving to la to try to become an actress right now fast forward 10, 11, 12 years later, down the road, she has three kids and she's a side note to Stephen Curry. That we that we think. We don't know that for sure. We don't know what. I mean, we're not in these people's house. She's a side note to <laughs> Stephen Curry. No matter how you put it. She's well, a she's a footer uh-huh. in the Stephen Curry story at this point in her life. So, with that being said, and she wanted to be an actress. 
she's now a stay at home mom with you know I think she has a couple business ventures. Oh yeah, she's that's a doing non-profit. like pots and cooking wares. And she stuff. sells some a few things. Yeah, you know what I'm saying a few sponsorships. They're the third most popular couple in the NBA. Mm-hmm. But I felt like she basically told the world, "Hey, look, I'm here, guys. Don't forget about me." She did. Yeah, she definitely did that. And not just that, but we we talked about it last time uh, when we when we spoke about it the day that it happened. She is not very inviting. No, the way to she attention, dresses the way she that. dresses, the way mm-hmm. she acts, the way she carries herself, mm-hmm. the way she looks on a daily basis does not look as if she's hurting for any attention. Yeah, and we're not saying go out here and show up in booty shorts, booty shorts, and, and, just and your bra and yeah, uh, lingerie to the game. Mm-hmm. But some of the stuff she wears that surfaced directly after the comment <laughs> is like. You wearing yeah. a seven piece suit to the beach? Yeah, it's you might as well flaunt it while you got it, girl. Again, you don't have to be. And, and, you know? and, and getting into that, the reason I brought it up is because a lot of people that are young think yeah. that being married means uh, getting covered up. Yeah, you know, hiding from the world. I'm with my husband now. Yeah, I have to carry no. myself a certain no. way. I call it first lady syndrome. <laughs> you know, I call it first no, lady syndrome though. because. Uh, women tend to act like a first lady when they get married. Mm-hmm. They want to, you know, hats and big hats and long dresses. And uh, your young husband didn't marry that, first of all. No, right. Uh, and that's not how you met. <laughs> I, I don't need you crying for attention with your seven-piece bathing suit on. Yeah, I com- I completely get that. Um, the funniest meme I heard though, you know, just to change it up a little bit, was take her to a gas station in Detroit. She'll be all right. Yeah. If you're a female and you've ever been <laughs> to the gas station in Detroit, and I'm pretty sure it's like this a lot of places. It's anywhere and any anybody anything any, with a pulse. You can go men in, love. You, you can go any gas station in Detroit though. Guarantee you're gonna hear what? Hey ma. Yeah, whistles and any all other sorts. You, you want attention? That. Go pump some gas in Detroit. Right. Or go to Qdoba. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think everybody's getting attention at Qdoba. I just had that experience the other day. But no, um, again, like I was saying, it's just I'm a firm believer that you should just be who you want to be. And if you met me the way that I was dressed in leggings and if I had booty shorts on, like you should just expect that that's how it's going to be. Like that's I'm not about to marrying. change it up. Because I'm married, like that. I think I think that's truly whack, to be honest with you. Now, if you were wearing those turtlenecks and those seven piece suits when you got married, cool. But just because, but, but that just means you weren't getting no attention before you got married anyway. But I mean, you could have been. You know, people. Some people got an imagination and can see underneath that's your a, clothes without you listen, showing anything. Listen, but I just listen, feel like <laughs> you wasn't getting that much attention before Wardell, mm-hmm. and that's just being honest. Yeah. I'm just sad for her because I feel like they were looked at so much as like an honorable couple. And again, I'm a firm believer that no one knows your relationship better than who you're in a relationship with. Correct. And when you allow the public to hear something like that, it's, it's pretty much raps. Oh yeah. For you sure. know what I mean? Like now she's just opened up a can of worms for no reason. No matter what she meant by it, no matter the the content or You're whatever. It just, it, didn't, it just, she ruined it. She did. Herself. She Now her relationship is completely public. Yeah, it's a joke now. everybody's going to be looking for the next thing that seems iffy mm-hmm. in that relationship. Yeah. So before we get over to the actual topics of the day, you know, uh, let's get a break and check out your YouTube channel. Hey, Brats, I just wanted to take a short break and invite you all to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Brit Brat. Every week, you will get the best product reviews as well as bonus videos such as monthly giveaways and silly advice. Currently, we are over 12,000 Brats, so what are you waiting for? Go subscribe today. That's B-R-I-T-B-R-A-T, Brit Brat. See you there. Man, look. I almost want to play the Aisha song again because <laughs> this topic got me hot uh, under the collar. Yeah. Hot, I tell you. And now that we paid the bills, I think it's time for us to get into the first topic of the day. Okay, let's do that. So, 
My question is, do you think that you need outside attention from the opposite sex when you're married? We're going to do married and then just in a relationship. And this answer, according to how I felt about Aisha Curry, uh-huh. is going to sound weird, but it's not the same question. No, no, because not I didn't feel like she's I didn't feel like that's the question that she asked. So ask the question one more time. OK, do you need outside attention from the opposite sex when you're married? Okay, so do you need? Need. Do you need? Yes, is my answer. Okay. And and this is why this is my answer. Nobody wants somebody that nobody else wants. No, not at all. So if ain't nobody checking for you, <laughs> you probably ain't got a wife in the first place. Now, I'm going to say, though, if you've been with a fuck boy a million times over, you might want someone safe after that. That's just like not even a looker. Okay. You know, you I'm might not saying, try to play. I'm not safe, saying but... play outside of your league. Yeah. Because a lot of people do that. A lot uh-huh. of people try to play outside of their league and they mm-hmm. end up getting played. Yeah. yeah. And that's a whole other episode of staying in your league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know even with saying? friends. I know a lot of people yeah. who purposely get ugly friends, so they're always the stand up one. I think and, that's whack. And, and on the opposite <laughs> side, whack. I know people who search for popular friends so they can seem popular. Uh huh. So it, it's the, it it, it's the same thing stay in your league but at the same time like i said nobody wants mm-hmm. somebody that nobody else wants so yes i think that everybody in a relationship and a marriage needs a little outside of attention yeah you, you need you need that uh hey my at the gas station every now and then i'm gonna agree with you on that um me personally i have a career that's a little bit odder than what people are used to with the whole social media influencer thing it's not the same for me because i get annoyed all the time with the attention that i get and i am so like if this was me back in college getting this attention i'd be like yes baby love it just loving soaking it all in but now that i'm married actually happy and it's just it doesn't have the same oomph to it but it's it's still nice to know that you still got it you know yeah you know um but it's just it's definitely not and, needed. And, and like I said, I'm going to take a little page out of your book as a natural attention getter. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, I'm not a person who goes seeking attention, uh-huh. but I naturally draw attention. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because I'm a big light-skinned dude. <laughs> with a great beard. With a wonderful beard. Shout out beard beautiful guard. beautiful right now. <laughs> uh, no, I really think that I naturally get attention, so I don't even think about it. Mm-hmm. See, now I'm opposite. I always thought that I was always going to love attention. I thought that was normal. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I didn't realize that it wasn't until I actually got in a relationship with you, someone I'm actually really happy with. And it made me realize like, yo, it's not, it's not, I don't, I don't need that. You know what I mean? Like it's opposite for me. Do you think the, the, the attention thing, and this is, you know, this ain't written down in Mm -hmm. our, in our questions, but do you think the attention thing has something to do with upbringing? Because just knowing our parents yeah. and how we were brought up, yeah. it's funny that, you know what I'm saying, you enjoy attention. I don't look for it. I don't really care for it. My mom was really overbearing attention lady. Yeah. My mom yeah. pay attention to the attention that she's paying you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, come to other people, I kind of didn't need that. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally, I was just like, mm-mm, when I got older, mm-mm, I don't, mm-mm, I don't need it. That's an excellent question. I for sure think that has something to do with it, and I never even thought about that before. Um, For those of you who don't know, my older brothers are like 15 years apart from me. My parents are in their 70s, so growing up, it was like I was an only child, and I was really to myself a lot in a house full of six adults, pretty much. Grandma lived with us every now and then, you know? So I for sure would say that it might have something to do with it because I was just... By myself. I was in a neighborhood with no kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know my house. Um, oh, yeah. I only had friends over when I had like a huge mega slumber party for an event, maybe a birthday party or something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that could really have something to do with it. Listen, I'll write a thesis paper right now. Mm-hmm. Let me get my let me get my doctorate on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> let me get my doctorate on. But no, that's a really good theory, though. No, like, I is. really think that attention has a lot to do with not only how you were brought up, but how you lived your, you know, your past yeah. few years of life. Yeah, that's no. why I said uh, Aisha was crying out for attention. Yeah, but let's let's clear something up though, because I don't mm-hmm. want people to think that I had terrible parents or anything like that. My parents are married, 
50 years going in August. Like, I have a dad. It wasn't that type of attention seeking. No, like, I wasn't no a doubt. hoe. No doubt. But no I doubt. No doubt. did enjoy attention. Like, right, you know what I mean? Right, right. I just need to clear that up. Right. <laughs> because and, because there's the girls that have daddy issues, and mm-hmm. I don't want people to get confused with that, mm-hmm. you know? But, yeah, I for sure think that has something to do with it. Right. And, and you're a female and I'm a male. Mm-hmm. So it's a totally different thing on opposite sides of it. Like I said, I see a lot of guys who have mommy issues who need that attention. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. 25 selfies a day. Uh, to be honest with you, I feel like a lot of men are worse than the women these days. Oh, yeah, no doubt. You know, like I said, a 25 lot of emotional... selfies a day. Emotional mm-hmm. status is up and down. You never know where they stand. Whole nine yards. But, you know, and... We gonna move. We gonna move on though, because I I, I can go on this <laughs> yeah, topic be, all day long. We can long. make that a whole another episode for sure. Yeah. So let's get back to the attention seeking. What 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 what's the next question you got for me? Um. Well, I was gonna break down the married and relationship, but I feel like they're the same. I feel like they're the same. Uh, little inside note: treat your relationship yeah. as if you're married. Mm-hmm. And this is just a quick, you know, tutorial for y'all who haven't been married or are looking to get married. I hear a lot of women saying, "Don't give him the whole cow." Yeah, until you know, until he pay, until he pays for the milk, <laughs> yeah, or something like that. Listen, he ain't paying for a cow that he only see half of. No, I, I'm sorry to tell you, women, he ain't paying for a whole cow that he can only see half of. So if you're only showing him half of you because y'all not married. Don't expect to get married. Yeah, it's just silly. That's a silly that's phrase. A, that's that's really and, and it's a really dumb train of thought. Mm-hmm. Like, is. don't think that you can sell somebody a product mm-hmm. that you only show them half of. Yeah, like our relationship, we definitely. I feel like our marriage didn't change at all. A piece of paper. Yeah, that's all it and truly all was. I know a lot of people say bomb that party, but for us, but it was a party. It, yeah, it truly was. Like nothing changed at all. But that's the way it should be. Mm-hmm. Shout out Father Bill. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. We really we we really had like joint accounts. Yeah, no. Started businesses, started joint businesses accounts. together. Nothing whole was nine separate. yards. So when we got married, it was an easy changeover. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I knew what I was getting. She knew what she was getting. And we both was like, okay, I can deal with this forever. Yeah. Don't try to surprise somebody with some extra <laughs> because that, that extra might not, might, might be all it takes to have a divorce. For sure. But I think we do have to do a disclaimer. We knew each other for years. We were friends, blah, 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 blah. So we're not telling you. Man, you've only you only known someone disclaimer. for a week. No, I'm, I don't you want people to think that stop, if you've only known for stop a week that you should have. Stop in your relationships <laughs> and maybe you'll get married. Ain't no disclaimer. No, you have to. Keep it a hundred. You half-assing your relationship is going to get you half-ass married and then crying out for attention after three kids and (laughs) 10 years of being married. So cutthroat. Just make sure that it's not a week later that you're already joining accounts. Like, that's my disclaimer. That's what I mean by that. Yeah, I mean, don't be a fool. Yeah. Stay in school. Don't be a fool. (laughs) So... How do you think you should react to attention if you do get it then? Married or in a relationship since we're combining the two? Always respect your marriage. That's number one. Always respect your relationship. Mm-hmm. You, you you have to respect it. You know, even though it's nice to get it, you got to understand how to show the red light instantly. Yeah. To let people know like, hey, look, it's a closed door right here. Don't hurt yourself. Yeah. You know, thank you. Come again. That's what. And that and that's the mantra that I use. Mm hmm. In instances where I it gets iffy, you know, yeah, somebody hits on me, they try to go a little farther. Hey, let's go out. Thank you. Come again. Yeah, I always remember that because it's like I I, I can't do nothing else. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to mess my happiness up for a, a, a if with you. So, h- how do you think? I feel the exact same way. Um. I just know that when we first got married, when people tried to hit on me back then, like I felt a certain way because I thought I would always reflect and be like, is there something that I'm doing for these people to think that they should be hitting on me? You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I thought it was the aura I was putting out. And then I realized like I would talk to you about it. You remember these conversations Mm -hmm. and you would say, babe, like you just, you're just attractive. Like it's not anything that you're doing to them. Right. So after I took that step back, I realized, hey, you know, if you got it, you got it. And 
like you just have to make sure like you said you respect the boundaries you can say thank you sometimes if you're in a situation where you feel like you're in danger someone asks you for a number you might have to give them a fake one <laughs> but um yeah there's no meeting no netflix and chill i'm not about to meet you at your house there's no one-on-one kicking it you know but it's still something that you just should expect like you're still human right and and let me put my disclaimer in there finally mm-hmm. my disclaimer is this if you feel like you need attention from the opposite sex whether it be emotionally or sexually that's a conversation you need to have with your significant other mm-hmm. yeah because you guys because can have an open marriage can, or open relationship you can be swingers mm-hmm. you can you can be polyamorous for sure you know what i'm saying this it, it, and it's not a bad thing but it needs to be communicated in your household yeah not to jada pinkett some of the happiest people in the world i know are swingers you know right but again it's just something you guys have to have a just consensus on like you guys have to agree on it and agree be all the way disagree. comfortable on it yeah either, either way it needs to come up at the crib mm-hmm. because if you don't bring it up it's an issue yeah things could get misconstrued and you don't want that to happen you don't want to be in that threesome and Somebody's getting jealous and catching feelings. Like that, it's just that's just a worst nightmare. Yeah, threesome already sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> yes. But to yeah. have a to have a a threesome where your significant other is looking at you with the side, of, ooh, wee, <laughs> sounds Imagine terrible. That. that would be awful. <laughs> sounds awful. <laughs> My goodness. Now I know we kind of went over who seeks attention more, mm-hmm. uh, women or men. What do you say though? I think at this day and age, 2019, I feel like it's balanced. I think it's pretty even these days, especially with social media. Way to ride the fence, guy. Yeah, no, I have to because that's just truly how I feel. But if I, if I had to choose, I would actually say men more than women these days. And I'm opposite. I, th- I think it's opposite for me because people think that women used to seek more attention, but I always thought men did. And we called it stunting and... Mm-hmm. x y and z and and men will go to the extra mile to you know kind of uh stunt no yeah which, which is basically attention seeking you know three thousand dollars on glasses mm-hmm. a car note you can't afford you know what i'm saying so i always thought it was men but in 2019 i i can officially say i think it switched over to women i get on my facebook right now and i guarantee you i can scroll down my timeline and it's 30 women with more attention seeking statuses than men. And it's not even like on the emotional attention side. It's more on the sexual side. See, I think it's opposite because I feel like it's just more of a shock value because a lot of women do, because you're not supposed to see those type of things from women, Mm -hmm. but men do it way more like, but you guys, it's acceptable for you to have your shirts off. So to you, you know what I mean? That's not anything that's going to be like, oh, he's attention seeking because it's just a normal thing. Like a guy can play basketball outside with a shirt off. Right. A girl can go so, running in the sports bra. What's the difference? But I mean, it depends. I can't because <laughs> I have big tits. So <laughs> it just looks more attention getting. But I'm just saying, like, I feel like you guys don't you get a pass because it's just more acceptable. But when women have their shirts off in a bathing suit, we're just attention. I'm we're attention seeking. Right there. Yeah. Like you said, you got big tits. You can't. You you can't go running with a sports bra. I mean, I can't. I'm. I'm a big fella. I'm a big fella. I'm not walking outside with no shirt on, homie. <laughs> so what's the difference? Well, if you put it that way. Exactly. If you put it that way. But no one's still going to be like, oh, he's attention seeking with his shirt off because he's a big fella. No one's going to say that. They're just going to be like, oh, good for him. He's getting his workout. I'm sorry. Excuse you me. Know? But I just rolled past a dude the other day with his shirt off in the car. And I was like, <laughs> why don't you have a shirt on? Whenever somebody doesn't have clothes on mm-hmm. in a normal day operation, I'm always questioning it. Whether it's a guy or a girl. Yeah. Dude, put a shirt on in yeah. your whip. That you pay for, put a shirt on. Yeah, that's an awkward pullover. If he gets pulled over by the cops, like I always think about stuff like that. Like if I had to like park, pull over to get a ticket or something like that. Like, do I truly want 
to be out in the street just in booty short, like super, super. Like today I was traveling back home and I almost wore my lingerie shorts coming back home, you know what I mean? Because I was super chill, comfortable. And then I was like, mm, let me change to pants just in case. I'm in well, an yeah, accident. you got older pants. <laughs> and, my, and my grandparents ruined me on that. My grandma especially was... First of all, the number one rule was you're not leaving the house with me oh, looking like that. Not. So uh slummy bummy didn't count mm-hmm. having no haircut, you wasn't no go. No. Uh, a lot of stuff was a no go. But yeah. then they always used to say, make sure you got clean drawers on <laughs> yeah, because you never know if you're gonna get in an accident. <laughs> and I always used to be like, Grandma, but, yeah. that ain't that the last thing we worried about it, if I get yeah. in an accident? What my clean drawers probably gonna be dirty at that point. And they're gonna cut them off anyways. Right. But like my mom and dad, even on pajama days, you know I could not wear pajamas to school on pajama days. If, if we have a daughter, <laughs> I'm telling you right now. I'll be damned. Yeah, because she's most likely going to have I'll the assets. I'll be GOT damned. Mm-hmm. I'll be Game of Thrones damned if my daughter walked out this house in some pajamas. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally agree because she's probably going to have some assets, like I said. I don't care if it's elementary and she's in the first grade. Yeah. She's not wearing pajamas to school. Mm-mm. First of all, it teaches unprofessionalism. Second of all, hell no. <laughs> Third of all, what the hell was you thinking? Right, right. I agree. I agree. With yes. all the creeps and everybody else out here in this yeah, world, my daughter ain't wearing no pajamas. She's not having that type no, of no, no. I, I agree with you on that one, babe. Um, so what about career attention? Do you think that depending on what you do as a profession um, makes you get attention? Professionally, I think that that is the biggest problem with Stephen Curry and Aisha. Yeah. I feel like he's thriving professionally. And, you know, we even had that issue with Stephen Curry where that girl was, like, licking her finger at dude yeah. in the playoffs. And I think that was the first championship they won. And she was, like, licking her fingers at dude in the crowd. And it was super awkward because it was him, you know? It wasn't, like, Boogie Cousins or anybody. So that's just how I, mean, I know. I don't know much about that part. All I'm saying is that I feel like professionally – he naturally gets a lot of attention yeah. because of his profession. I agree. Some professions are going to garner more attention than other professions. You you can be a plumber, mm-hmm. but don't expect to have as big of a following as an actor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You could be the bomb best plumber on the planet. Mm-hmm. But actresses and actors get a lot of followers because people watch them weekly. And some of them be the plainest. You wouldn't even know who they were walking down the street on a normal day type of people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I for sure think your profession has something to do with the attention that you get. Oh, no. No doubt. And I think that, you know, when you get with somebody, mm-hmm. that needs to be um, thought about in depth. Mm-hmm. Can I handle this person's goals? Mm-hmm. If my If my significant other starts to reach their goals, will I be able to handle it? And and I thought about that myself when I got with Brittany because we discussed where she wanted to go as an influencer. Yeah, because I we discussed it. It's not like one of those things I just decided to do. No, after we got married, like we always had. People that don't know, but Brittany has had a YouTube channel since she was what, like, in college. Yeah, like 2012. When you were selling stuff on eBay. Yeah, I wasn't doing anything really. I wasn't active on it, but like you, honestly, were the reason that I even started really becoming a creator. So. I would never forget just right. because of the fact that you pushed my dream. He was the one, you guys, that was like, you need to really do this. He always saw me watching it and all of that. And was like, you really need to just take it serious. So Right. And and not only that, I had to come to grips with one day she's going to have a big following. Mm-hmm. You know, one day she's going to have to promote items. For instance, one of the biggest supporters that we have is Mrs. Kiss's Brawls. Yeah. And you the have Perfect to, Sculpt. Perfect sculpt. Mm-hmm. They send leggings and all types of madness. Yeah, you get bras. sports bras on the regular. You get a lot of things. You've even gotten lingerie from Adore Me. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. You know what I'm That's saying? Crazy. And I'm not famous. I'm also not trying to be famous. <laughs> but a discussion I had to have with myself is: Can I handle my wife being looked at, talked to, whatever, whatever? via social media all the time Mm -hmm. just so happens that my personality works out for it because i'm arrogant enough to be okay with it and know my place right 
But it's the same for you because even like when we first started dating, you were, you know, you had shows and we're rapping. Oh, yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I forgot and about that. I had to do the same. Like I watched yeah. him with Girl, groupies. You're going to make me spit and... a hot fire <laughs> burst right now on this I mic. mean, you know, AOB. I'm not about to, you, you know, know shameless promotion. But yeah. like we for sure both have experienced it with each other right i personally like mine are just uh, over the internet like i literally watched this man have groupies and girls flock to him at shows and whatnot and it, i think it was a great but you experience cheated, though. you cheated you saw me have groupies in college previous oh to, that too yeah to that. i just think it was a great experience because it helped at an early stage with like not being jealous and like i was there you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i knew we were coming home together so i right. mean it was great for us, I feel. And, and it helped prepare us for a lot of stuff. <laughs> being able to deal with the person's work mm-hmm. um, while they're working. For instance, saying thank you to people who say you're beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, conversating with people who watch your videos and listen to our podcast. And you do all of that stuff. And I can't sit here and be jealous talking about, I think I need more attention. (laughs) First of all, if you need more attention, get it. So that brings me to our next topic. Do you deserve more attention? And in this topic, we got to talk about real quick because we we, we over our time, but this has been a really, it's been really good. Really great thing. But in this topic, you got to tell the people Uh what it takes to get attention. Because a lot of people think they can just walk out the house and get attention. Yeah. But what are you doing to deserve it? I mean, you have to be a social person. Like, I feel like it's more than just being a pretty face. You don't even got to be social. You don't. But I mean, in my, for me, I I am, you know, that's just my thing to in my mind. I, that's what I do. Yeah. I do catch you talking to random neighbors all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's just how I am. I'm just a very social person, but it's definitely, it's way more than just a pretty face. And that's why it kills me all the time when I see a lot of women who just confide to society and they end up just, you know, I, I hate to say it cause I don't knock people's hustles whatsoever. Like girl, if you get naked in your pictures, cool. Like I have respect for you. Do it the best you can. Your body better be banging, blah, 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 blah. But I just feel bad cause I see a lot of women who think that I'm going to get a million followers today because I'm showing my ass. You know what I mean? No. And it's just, no. And it's a lot of guys who think like that too. Yeah. Oh, I would I could do this a lot better if I had titties and yeah, ass. No, no, no. And oh, it's it, so disrespectful. The people only following her because she got mm-hmm, boobies mm-hmm, and ass. Mm-hmm. It's like okay. It's so disrespectful. I'm so glad you I said that. I know a lot too. of people with ass and titties they ain't got exactly. no followers. Exactly. But you know what? And it, and it might work even short term. Like yeah, like there's a lot of people it does work for. So they ask they get a million followers. It's harder for me because yeah, I, you know, I have bra ads, things like that, but I'm still being, doing it in a respectful manner to me. I'm being comfortable. You also have to to be, you also have to be acceptable uh, in a corporate manner. Yeah, no, for sure. Because you're doing a lot of business on the side because of this. Mm -hmm. Not even just that. I'm saying your sponsorships, you can't be out here too wild and crazy because you may lose your next sponsorship. Exactly. Which, and everything ain't. That you get bra, panties, leggings, that's only a third of everything. Right, but I'm I'm really glad you said that because I've I've had a lot of comments that say like you just have big breasts or you're just a pretty girl, so it's easy for you. It's not easy for me. If you guys knew the things that I do, the business meetings I go to. Four o'clock workouts. I don't sleep. <laughs> like the constant I'm working on my master's program right now while doing everything else, filming Re- recording and editing the podcast. and recording and like, there's so much that goes into it, and people don't see that because you don't have to see that. Like, I don't feel like I have to tell you everything I do for you to see the successful part. Like, that's what social media is. You see the good part, the good right. end of it. You know what I mean? We were blessed. Once again, we got social media when it first came out. Yeah. So we learned how to act on social media. Mm-hmm really quickly because we were only on there with our peers whom we were in college with. So your whole college reputation could be based on how you acted on Facebook today. For sure. It's a lot of hard work that goes into it. Um, And I just know that what I'm doing is going to be long-term and that's why I'm proud of how I'm doing it and how I'm going about it. So yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. On the flip side, (laughs) since I'm not trying to be famous, I can keep it 
a thousand with you and tell you um, Steph Curry's wife wasn't looking for attention. Mm. No, I don't think she was. I feel like she tried to garner attention by talking about her inner household things. Mm -hmm. But she also goes out as if she's the Pope. Yeah, no. So the attention that she's looking for from the opposite sex, if they can scroll down their Instagram timeline and see boobies and titties, but you're dressed like Mother Teresa, you're not going to get that attention. And she's not the prettiest thing. Let's be honest. Uh, listen, I'm not going to say that because I'm not, I don't do that. But I seen the meme <laughs> when she was put next to Heinz Ward um, <laughs> and she looked like Heinz Ward. Um, here's the thing. Like you said, I feel like Aisha definitely put herself in a bubble. I feel like she was quick to state she doesn't have to dress a certain way to get attention and that, you know, she's pretty much ladylike. I feel like she came out, and I hate to say it like this, but I feel like she came out as if she's better than. Right. You know what I mean? Rich people problems. now I feel like she's kicking herself because she has to keep up that. Right. And she doesn't want to anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, it's just, so in, she spoke in, too soon. In turn, do you deserve attention? You have to think about that every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you do, If you want more attention, go to the gym. Go work out. Yeah. You want more attention, become better at your craft. You want more attention, find a craft that will get you that attention. Yeah. There, there's all kinds of uh, performances and stage shows you can be a part of if you need applause. Mm-hmm. So by all means, if you need that attention, go get it. But also ask yourself, do you deserve it? Inside of me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Love Lockdown, Aisha Curry. Do you need attention in your relationship? If you like what you heard, please hit the subscribe button to be alerted every time we post a new episode. Do you have some input or do you have something to say? Don't forget to like us on Facebook and Instagram at Love Lockdown Podcast for all your weekly topics, discussion boards, and giveaways. 